The deadly shooting Monday in a one-room schoolhouse in a rural Amish community of Pennsylvania was the third incident in less than a week in which U.S. schools were targeted by violence. The events have triggered alarm bells among millions of Americans seeking ways to prevent a recurrence of these fatal attacks. In the most recent shooting, the gunman went to the Amish school with the intent to kill. The incident left five girls and the shooter dead. Shortly before he killed himself, the 32-year-old milk truck driver and father of three children told his wife that decades ago he had molested young relatives and had dreams of molesting again. Forensic psychiatrist Keith Aldo says mental health problems, especially among young people, too often go ignored and untreated. Everybody in the class often knows who the troubled kids are. You know, parents often know teachers know, and if anything, we should know now there's a preventive bit of medicine, psychological medicine, to be dispensed in our classrooms earlier than we've been doing. Aldo urges parents and teachers to talk more openly about problems that could erupt into school violence. He says unresolved issues can continue to haunt a child throughout life. The more that you can express your feelings of fear, the more you can talk about your initial reactions to terrible events, the less those events are going to be toxic to you later on. Aldo says airing such concerns helps build a stronger and safer community. Kenneth Trump, president of National School Safety and Security Services, agrees. Schools can be the safest place in the community, but it doesn't happen by magic and it doesn't happen by just saying that. It happens by making sure that the first and best line of defense is a well-trained, highly alert uh, school staff and student body who are aware to changes in behaviors of other students, as well as uh, strangers who are walking around in the parking lots and the hallways of our schools. Trump urges that parents take a proactive stand with school administrators. Make sure that they don't just have safety committees and crisis teams on paper and plans on paper, but that they're actually training their staff, that they're working with their police and their public safety officials and mental health professionals and actually actively involved in dealing with school safety and not just having plans setting up on a shelf collecting dust. The media must also shoulder the responsibility for reporting events honestly, says Scott Libben, a faculty member of the Pointer Institute, which offers short courses for journalists on such subjects as ethics and leadership. He says the public is best served when news operations dutifully report facts, not rumors, in an unfolding story. We can certainly offer context. We can provide background. We can help viewers understand the images they're seeing. But we, at the same time, we have to be very conscious of the fact that the very presence of the media can affect outcomes. Helicopters hovering overhead can sometimes trigger tragic endings to events that might otherwise have, have happier outcomes. Libin says wall-to-wall -wall coverage of a crisis does not mean compromising the truth. Being there does not mean that we make stuff up or we guess about what's going on before we know. So in the Amish story, for example, Libin suggests reporters avoid speculation. Things like, you know, an acknowledgement, an explanation of the unique cultural and religious values that the Amish community has, followed by a suggestion that, well, you know, this incident has just shattered those, uh, those beliefs and those values. I heard that this morning. Well, on what grounds did anyone reach that conclusion? I haven't heard anyone from the Amish community say we've, you know, our values and our beliefs have been shattered. That may have seemed like a, an empathetic thing to say, but I, I think it's an irresponsible thing to say. Libin says an informed community is a healthier one that can better resolve its problems.
The Bush administration announced Tuesday that it will convene soon a panel of national experts to discuss steps to curb school violence and to help communities deal with its aftermath. I'm Roseanne Skirbel.